Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Um, today is International Women's Day and I want to chat to people, to women working in still male-dominated industries. Uh, Katrina Bergen, who's the Head of Women in Construction and Quarrying Ireland, is with me on the line today. Katrina, how did you get into this line of work? Hi, Andrea. Happy International Women's Day. Um, I actually have, uh, I'm heading up a, um, a steering group uh, for, to try and get more women into construction and quarrying and the related industries. My background really actually is rugby, uh, funnily enough. So I was the head of women's rugby uh, in Ireland for a long time. And so my background was basically to get women into male-dominated areas. And how long, how long ago was that, Katrina? So I, uh, well, gee, I started in, in the IRFU in, well, in Leinster Rugby about 2004. Okay, yeah. Um, and uh, so I, I worked in Leinster uh, for five years and then moved into the IRFU um, to head up the, the entire country because we actually only had women uh, development officers in each of the provinces at that stage and, and nobody in charge at the top. So we, we felt it was, it was definitely mm. something we needed to get done. Um, in terms of your, your time and your role in construction and, and quarrying Ireland, when you took on that, like when, when you took on that particular gig, how many other women, roughly, like were, were in, were in th- those, those industries at that stage? So um, at present, we've got about, there's about 8% uh, women in construction in Ireland. Um, but of that, there's only about 1% of those actually on site uh, in trades. So we're, we're looking at uh, like a ridiculously low amount of women involved in the construction and quarrying industry. Um, so what we're trying to do is to kind of encourage more girls and women to get into the area because the, the construction industry is changing. So we've got new modern methods of construction, this MMC. So you may see things like timber frame homes, um, precast concrete homes. Uh, we've currently got a 3D construction printer. So basically you can 3D print your home now. Um, so it, it, it's changing massively and technology is, is allowing that mm. to happen. And, and I think people have seen the construction and quarrying industry as just a dirty job, uh, hard work, backbreaking, uh, you know, it's muddy, it's, you're out in all weathers, but it, it's massively changing. The technology involved, a lot of houses will actually be manufactured in um, in plants and not actually out on site. So they'll manufacture them. So it'll be a lot of automation. So a lot of tech jobs are coming in, robotics, programming. You know, we're using a lot more technology in relation to the the, the, the development of buildings. So the building information management, that also um, is, is vital and, okay. and will be coming in as, as something to, uh, to look forward to. Yeah, given, I suppose, that there's so much more to the industry than Katrina than, than people might think, is it misunderstood? Massively, massively. And it's changing. It's actually funny enough. wasn't changing for a long time, but there's going to be a push towards changing it for the better now because we need more homes. We've got a, a, a housing crisis. We have a, a people crisis. We don't have enough people in the construction industry at present. We've got about 30,000 people working in the um, residential sector. We need about 70,000 in order to be able to deliver those 33,000 homes that we need annually. So we need more people and, and predominantly it was ignoring 50% of, of society by not trying to get more women in mm. and not being accommodating towards women and, and, and putting, you know, making it a, not an attractive, uh, not an attractive career choice for women. 
but it's much better now. And bringing in all of these technologies, you know, is the way to be able to open it up to a diverse uh, group of people, not just women. People with uh, disabilities will be able to work in the industry. It is, you know, it's, it's not what it used to be, for yeah, sure. Completely game-changing. So, yeah, um, Hannah Kelly is with us as well, Katrina. Hannah um, is an oyster farmer. Hannah, how did you get, get into this? Hi, how are you? Um, happy International Women's Day to everybody. Um, so, yeah, I began when I was a teenager. Um, I got into it. My dad actually owns the farm. It's uh, down here in Sligo. And I started working here when I was a teenager, doing summer work mostly um, out on the shore. Uh, we would work in the, uh, on the intertidal shore there. So basically when the tide goes out, we would be out with the oysters. Uh, they're in mesh bags on trestles. And you're, so in order to kind of make sure that they have that nice teardrop shape and a good meat, you're turning them over and you're taking them up and putting them into a machine attached to the back of a trailer, or tractor even. And uh, you're basically lifting them and throwing them in there and taking them out. So it's a lot of physical work. But, um, you know, I think that probably is one of the biggest challenges um, as a woman coming into this industry. Um, and I would, but I wouldn't let it deter anybody mm. at the same time. Yeah. I mean, it's a challenge for both men and women, you know. So yeah. I think uh, I think I wouldn't let that deter anybody from. Well, as from you say, it's, it's physical. You know? It's physical work, irrespective of of, of gender. Yeah. yeah, it was it was different, yeah. Hannah, somewhat for you in the sense that um, well, you grew up in this. It's a family business. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I was never discouraged from it. Quite the opposite, you know. I was always always told you'd be happy to find what I'm there and you can work away, you know. So um, I suppose I was, I was fortunate in that sense. Um, but I would just say, I suppose, yeah, to anyone who's, who's not um, looking to get into the industry and isn't doesn't have a contact, you know, uh, don't worry about that. You know, there's plenty, there's plenty of people there like uh, BIM and, you know, um, Board BIA and they have courses and they've run, you know, you get in touch with them they'll guide you in the right direction yeah and um, if it is something that you're interested in um so yeah and there's i mean there's over i think 130 uh, oyster farms nationwide so there's plenty there um yeah we're a nation a nation who loves them yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. absolutely and and of the of the the number of oyster farmers in the country like what what are the percentages in terms of um the male female divide Oh, I wouldn't have a figure, but it's very, very low. It certainly is a male-dominated industry, um, and women are in the minority. Um, but I would, lo- I would love to see that change in the future. Um, I would be, yeah, I'd be excited about that changing dynamic, mm. and uh, hopefully, would be able to support any women coming into it if they. If they needed that, yeah. you know, so, yeah. uh, te- Text in from a listener who says, I'm a postwoman. There's so few of us actually out doing the deliveries day to day. I've been doing it for years and I love it. I've great crack with the people that I deliver to on a, on a daily basis. Mag has got in touch to say, growing up, I always wanted to be a mechanic, just like my dad. But society conditioned it out of me. My two brothers followed in the family business, but I was actually laughed away from it. Dervila Keane is with us on the show today. Um, Dervila, what's your job? Hello, everybody. Um, so my job is I'm a project manager, um, but I also um, have my business, which is called She Constructs, and I provide mentor and support services for females and businesses working within the construction industry. Yeah. What drew you to it? So I've worked within the construction industry myself for over 14 years, um, and I've been subject to the bias. 
And one thing which I feel lacks within the industry is that support mechanism. Um, it, it currently it doesn't exist. So going through the the bias um, more recently, I thought good, there's something lacking here, and there must be something which we can do as an industry to help females to succeed in their career because. Working within the industry, within the construction industry, it's a great industry, um, but we need to encourage people to stay. And by providing people with that support, um, I believe um, will will help influence um, mm-hmm. retention rates. So really just using my own experience to help females within mm-hmm. the industry. Do you know, Katrina, that last text message I, I read out, it would really sort of strike you, you know, from, from Mag talking about feeling that society conditioned her out of going into the industry that she wanted to. What would you say to people or what advice would you have? You know, for, I'm thinking of younger people now, maybe deciding on what they, they want to do or they're listening or their parents listening. Well, it, it's, it's all about doing what you love. You know, you're going to end up working for a long time in your in your career and uh, going out, doing what you love, finding all the, all the options about it, finding information about it and, and going for it. Um, like we actually are running a uh, women uh, in 3D construction printing course, fully funded by the uh, AMTCE, which is the Advanced Manufacturing Training Centre of Excellence, and LMETB Skills in Advance. So there's places out there running courses. We run a lot of courses to upskill. There's taster courses out there. This course is on on the 20th of March. So if anybody wants to get involved with it, um, if they uh, get on our LinkedIn page, uh, it's the Women in Construction Inquiry in Ireland, and we'll get you onto that course. But like that, it's just finding out where these little courses are, taster courses, um, just going for it. Uh, and in relation to, I understand parents' concerns, especially about the construction industry. There's been, you know, we've seen so many uh, busts and, uh, you know, and people leaving the country because uh, there was no mm. um, no jobs after the crash. And and the thing about it is, is that because it's changing with technology, this, if you know how to use a 3D printer, just day to day, the chances are you can you know a lot of information in relation to 3D construction printing. You know, the skills are very transferable. Skills are totally transferable, yeah. Both I, ways. I, I, to get people in and out of, of, of construction. If they decide it's not for them, then they have transferable skills yeah, that they can go absolutely. on to another yeah. career within technology. I, so it's not, it's not just oh my God, they're a block layer. They're never going to be able to do anything else. Yeah. T- texting from a listener here who says, I'm actually working in a construction company and I'm the only woman in the office. I absolutely love working with the lads every day. I go into work without hair and makeup done. They're completely oblivious to everything, says this texter. Of course, there's another listener or another uh, text in from Martin. Martin says, I hope you're going to do as much for International Men's Day, Andrea. It's on the 19th of November. Well, do you know what, Martin? We will. We'll stick it in the diary and we'll do just that on the 19th of November. Katrina Dervla and uh, also as well, Hannah, thanks a million for getting in touch, for joining us here on the programme. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.